everybody. I'm Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hello. Hi. Good morning. It's still Another dark one. out. I yeah. know. We're getting that like blue haze. Yeah. I love it when it's that time. I know. Except usually I'm sleeping, which I love that too. So. And not talking about murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of murder, we're going to have a a first for our podcast, I think. Okay. This murderer was an 11-year-old girl. Oh, gosh. Yes. So it's a first for our podcast, The Child Killer. Uh-huh. It's also a first for our podcast because this one does not take place in America. Oh, cool. Okay. This goes okay. across the sea, over the pond, over the pond? to England. Ugh. Yes. And Yay. our topic for today is Mary Bell. Yup. <laughs> this, this bitch. Uh-huh. The kind of kids that... Make you fear having kids that make you fear... Am I doing... Something wrong that'll, yeah. that'll make them... Yeah, so who knows? So this child did not kill her own parent, though. So I guess it makes it a little less terrifying as a parent. Yeah. Because yeah. there are those killer kids that just kill their parents. Oh, gosh. But either way, it's still terrifying as a parent because you would never want your child to be this way. However, Mary's mom really could care less about yeah. Mary. Yeah. Which probably put her in the position that she was in when she grew up. Probably. So, Mary was born in England on May 26th, 1957. Her mom, Betty, which was short for Elizabeth, she was only 17 when she had Mary. Apparently, when Betty gave birth... (laughs) When she gave birth to Mary, she told the doctors to, quote, take that thing away from me. Ooh. Harsh. Yeah, so it sounds like Mary was never wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty was a sex worker who wasn't home all too often because she would travel to Glasgow for work, which was a neighboring city to England. But because of this, nobody was ever really sure who Mary's dad was. She could have been a product of her mom's job. Yeah. Um, and that would also be reason why Mary's mom might not want her. You the know, she wasn't really planning bit. on having a children with no, her no. clients. No. So, I mean, I understand where Mary's mom was coming from. However, Mary's mom was a terrible person who took everything way too far. Oh, God. So, like I said, Mary's mom was not home very often. Um She ended up getting married to Billy Bell, who is where Mary got her last name from. Okay. And Mary just kind of viewed him as her dad. Okay. So I guess maybe he would be the one taking care of Mary when Mary's mom was gone. I was wondering. I was like, who's taking care of this girl? I would not be surprised if nobody was for a majority of the time. Yeah, you're probably right. With how this story goes. Or she just ended up at someone's house. Yeah. You know. You know, or she was just wandering the streets, yep. meandering around. Yeah, you know? on her own, you know. Yeah. Gosh. Mary ended up having a terrible home life. On the times that her mom was home, Mary would, on multiple accounts, suffer accidents, quote, that oh. nearly killed her several oh. times. Jeez. This included consuming slash overdosing on a bunch of sleeping pills when she was four. Yeah. Four years old. So you can't even open 
You can't even open pill bottles when you're four. They have child-proof locks on them. They have for a long time. Yeah. You I'm know, just thinking like, like 1960. I don't... I know. I don't know either, but I would assume that they've been around for a while because... Yeah. And there's I'm that... I'm sure this happened before. There's that precursor anyway, you know, of not wanting to... The child. Wanted. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. So this also included taking a fall from a high window. A window? Jeez. A window. Yes. So she just apparently fell out the window. Mary herself said that she was repeatedly subjected to sexual abuse from random men, possibly or probably some of her mother's clients. Oh, no. Come on. Yes. These acts also, the sexual abuse and stuff, took place when she was four, around the age of that, four or five. And it wasn't confirmed by family members, but things like that, I mean, people aren't just... Telling Betty wasn't going to just tell her family members, I'm pimping my daughter out to my clients. And in that time, no, it's not. No. Who even knows if her family even knew that Betty was a sex worker? You know, like, nobody, you know. Maybe an inkling, but probably not. And it wasn't discussed. She's not at the dinner table like, hey, parents, like, Mm -hmm. this is what I do for a living. Right. And I'm doing it for my daughter now, too, who's only four. I'm sure that nobody had any clue of this. So, yeah, of course, it wouldn't be corroborated by the family. Okay. That's just, yeah, ridiculous. At the age of five, she witnessed her friend, who was also only five, get struck and killed by a bus. Ooh. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, splatter. I mean, that would be, that's a fast-moving, huge vehicle uh on a tiny tiny little body. Yeah. Mm. It's bad when you see, like, hitting a regular person because right. that's a lot of force. So, at this point, she's fallen from a window. She has been sexually abused. Overdosed. She overdosed. She has now watched her friend, who was five years old, get smashed and killed by a bus. Okay. It was found that after she took the fall, quote, from the window, she had brain damage. Mm-hmm. However, now they attribute the brain damage to physical abuse that she endured at the hands of her mom and who knows who else. Yeah. So she got brain damage from the fall, probably, a little bit at least. She has brain damage from physical abuse, <laughs> and she's not even 10 yet. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Her brain is not well at the this point. The signs are all right there. Yeah. There, something's this wrong child is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And obviously she doesn't have a support system to lead her elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, As we know, brain damage, depending on where you get it, affects decision-making skills, your voluntary movements. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it affects your memories, depending mm-hmm. on where it's hit. Sometimes, you know, so this damaged her prefrontal cortex, which is yep. what does account for decision-making and voluntary movements. When Mary was 9 or 10, she was playing with a 3-year-old kid on top of an air raid shelter. Okay, let me just unpack this for a second. First of all, she's 9 or 10 years old. Yeah. She's playing with a 3-year-old child. Why? As a parent, I unless it was a family member or a close friend, I wouldn't be letting my kid play with someone so young, they're very mature. Their maturity is completely different. Yeah, I don't like, want my kid to tarnish be... a three-year-old kid. Like, yeah. Okay. Now, also, why the hell is a three-year-old kid allowed to play on top of an air raid shelter? And alone, probably. Alone with Mary Bell. I have no fucking clue. Gosh. Okay. I know that this is the '60s, and it's you know in England. Who knows how it was then? But what in the bloody hell? Okay. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Anyways, little boy falls off, gets seriously injured, (laughs) and his parents simply thought it was just an accident because, I mean, he was playing on top of an air raid shelter. So chances are you could fall off 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Probably real easy. They probably felt a little different shortly after because the very next day, three different mothers had gone to the police to file a complaint against Mary for attempting to choke their daughters. So it's happened before and they just kind of didn't... Different acts of cruelty have happened before. Jeez. Yes. And and I'm like, when? Like, oh my gosh. So I'm guessing it was the very next day that Mary had tried to choke these girls because I'm guessing the parents went... If the parents are going to go to the police, they're probably going to go to the police, like, directly after it happens. And yeah. I can't wait to go. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> the cops gave her a stern talking to and sent her on her merry way. Okay. After trying Choking to choke people, three children. But... And she was just seen on the roof of an air raid shelter with a three-year-old boy who uh-huh. just fell off. Yep. And just, don't do that again, right. sweetie. Right. <sighs> <laughs> it seems obvious that her childhood years had already taken a toll on her mental stability, or at least knowing right, right from wrong. And her literal brain. Right. Yeah. I mean, she has, she, yeah. It's so hard with people who've had, like I said, the certain brain damage. We mm-hmm. we learn more and more now with the PTE and football and other um, sports and things like that. Yep. Kids are leaving high school. Aaron Hernandez, he left high school with brain damage at oh. 18. There were two so, concussions this week in NFL playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. That's why they really have to start paying attention to it and and treating it because these concussion, concussions are leading, leading to awful yep. things. Yep. So, I mean... They, Smack your head. That's not a good... Your brain needs to be protected. Right. That's why when your child is born, they have a soft spot until they're, like, older and you're not supposed to hit their head on the soft spot. And PSA, wear a fucking helmet. Yeah, wear a helmet, guys. Just wear a helmet. It's not I get embarrassing it. or stupid. When you're younger, you're like, it's not cool. Put stickers on it. Personalize it. Just wear a fucking helmet. Yeah, they have really cool helmets now. Yeah. And I've always worn one my whole life. I still wear one to show my son that he needs to wear one and make him feel less bad, even though it's his mom wearing a helmet, so it actually probably makes it worse. <laughs> He's only four now, so I guess <laughs> guess we're safe there for a little bit. A little he still bit. thinks I'm cool. Hopefully he'll just get that habit by the time yeah. it's uncool, you know? <laughs> you know, um, because one little pebble under your skateboard wheel could send you done. flying and your brain could be wrecked mm-hmm. and you're just done. I mean, it, it's literally that simple. Your, sc- your skull protects one of the most important organs of your whole body. Heck okay. yeah. So do not... Just get PTE or willingly because you don't want to wear a helmet because you think it's dumb. I and think that true. not wearing a helmet is dumb. That's what I, I do too. You know, yep. you know better. Do it. Make examples for everybody else. Another TED talk here. <laughs> I know. You know, well, like pro cyclists, they wear helmets. Like, yeah. duh. I mean, because they're going super fast, they uh-huh. could have wrecks. Like. Uh-huh. They go up and down mountains or hills or whatever. Even skateboarders that I used to watch and stuff, they were wearing pads and mm-hmm. helmets because mm-hmm. skateboarding mm-hmm. is a contact sport. With you, pavement. Yep. Concrete. Right. I remember my brother all the time scraped elbows, oh, yeah. scraped knee, rolled his ankle, did something, mm-hmm. and he was the, not wearing a helmet, I'm mm-hmm. not wearing pads, you know, grind it, Oh. Yeah, when I was riding rollerblades when I was younger, I had knee pads, I had elbow pads, yep. I had my, yep. my helmet, like I'm... Not getting even more scars on my knees that I have from being a child already. So, and I think it looks 
cool. I okay? do. They, they have cool helmets these days. Even like back in the nineties, I feel like I remember like the cool like knee pads and stuff. Yeah. Like bright pink and. Although they do get sweaty and stinky. Ew, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. I will give them that. They need like more, like uh, like more airflow. To yes, us. that yes. way you don't stink so much when you take your pads uh, off, and they get sweaty in those yeah. areas because these are, you know, their pockets areas. anyway. That's yeah. where you would get sweaty. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what part of the topic led us down to helmets, but we went there, and we're coming right back. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. All right. All right. So. We're going to move along. So we already know Mary has become violent. She's not really controlling her decision making. It's not really clear if she understands what's right and wrong. Yeah. It's not really clear if she ever had somebody teach her what is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Seems like her parents are just kind of absent and abusive. The cops tried to tell her. Mm, but now is where it really takes a turn. Of course. We're now in 1968. So Mary is 10 years old. Mm hmm and it's May 25th, which is literally the day before she turns 11, because her birthday is May 26th. Yep. Now, I'm going to tell you some things I couldn't find any elaborated info on. So, Mary was in an abandoned home in the area with a four-year-old boy this time named Martin Brown. Good Lord. I don't know why. I don't know if she lured him into the house. I don't know if they were playing inside there together already. I don't know why the parents let him go into some abandoned building with a 10-year-old kid. Who knows? I don't know why she's always in association association with children who are so much younger than herself. So much younger. She strangles Martin to death and leaves him. She leaves and she leaves him in the abandoned home. And you can see the precursor to this because she's trying to choke out these other girls. Mm -hmm. She was testing the waters or maybe yes. seeing if she could do it. and mm -hmm. Because it does take a lot of force mm -hmm. and you have to hold for quite a long time depending on how big the child is and mm -hmm. factors. They're thrashing around. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how old the three girls are that she tried to choke. I almost wonder if... They were around her age. And she couldn't do she it. She couldn't do it, and she found that she wanted to do it, but needed somebody much smaller to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, gross. So, obviously, she has decision-making skills. They're just all fucked up. Yeah, Like, yeah. they're wired backwards. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, uh -huh. she's thinking these things out and able to decide, okay, this isn't working. I need someone smaller. I need someone younger who might not make as much noise or may not, you know, be as strong or whatever. Uh-huh. But yet they're they're not the types of decisions she should be making. <laughs> God, no. So, shortly after she does that, she and her friend Norma, whose last name is also coincidentally Belle, <laughs> but with no relation to Mary, unless maybe she is related to Billy Bell because he's not her real father. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. Norma is in some way of relation to Billy. Yep. I don't yep. know. Like a niece or something of that sort. Right. And just kind of comes around. They don't say that, but that's honestly what would make most sense to me with it being so coincidental. Well, they could literally say not related and mean it because they're not... They're not actually related. Blood related. Right. It's by marriage. So, Although, yeah, by, they're related by marriage. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah. So they both <clears throat> return to the scene. Mary tells Norma what, what she did, and they return to the scene. Is the little boy still there? Like, so at this okay. point, 
the little boy already discovered by two other local kids just playing in this abandoned house. So apparently in England in 1968, little kids just ran about playing in abandoned homes everywhere. I feel like it might have happened here too. <laughs> I agree, but it's just like these are little kids yeah. playing in abandoned places, okay? Maybe I'm just overprotective, but as a parent, I'm like, no, you're not going out romping around these abandoned places where there's creepy well, people hiding and there's like, homeless people crashing in. I'm I like, know. you don't know. I wonder if like they just the child know. ratios too, like are there bigger families True. where like a couple kids and both parents are working so maybe they're like with a grandfather or mm-hmm. a babysitter and that one or two little kids is just like kind of mm-hmm. off doing their own thing and it just becomes the norm. Or there's just too many kids and they're just like, yeah, go do whatever, take, just have fun, go out and play. Still in this day, if the parents aren't very in it Present. and they want to be in it, yeah, it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. Yep. So, the other kids reported it to the police. The police had no idea what could have happened to this little guy, obviously. And there was very little evidence to suggest much foul play. Mm -hmm. He did have a bit of blood um, and saliva on his face, but that doesn't immediately signify that the boy had been murdered. There was no massive bruising. I mean, he could have tripped and fell or something. In this old abandoned house. Right. You know, so they have to really investigate before they can say, oh no, this is a homicide. I mean, this little boy has, you know, a bit of blood and saliva on his face. It's not like he's beaten to death. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, in-your-face signs that this boy was murdered. The most suspicious thing, now remember what happened to Mary when she was four, was that there is a bottle of painkillers lying next to him. Hmm. Still, the police didn't seem to find that as suspicious as I do. (laughs) And his death was ruled an accident. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Check the fucking pill bottle. Check it for fingerprints. How about? Or look at the girl who was literally just brought in and you slapped her on the wrist. Oh, I guess it was years later, yeah. After she had overdosed, she was like four. Yeah, you're right. But... Still, there's a little boy dead in an abandoned home with pills next to him. Yeah. Who was the last person to possibly touch the pills? Let's find out. Take the fucking fingerprints. For real. Or something. Something. (laughs) Do something. And then who, like, do pill bottles have the same information that we would have today on them? I would assume they would at least have the person's name on it. Something. Yeah. You can't just walk around and get a prescription without your name on it. Uh Uh-huh. So they literally figured this four-year-old kid just took a bottle of pills in the abandoned building and took too many of them and died. I know this is in the late 60s, but still, no four-year-old was just out popping paint pills, okay? (laughs) All right, somebody may have blown a hit of marijuana at some point, or maybe it was in the same room, but... I want to circle back, because I wonder if the pain pills are like... An aspirin or an ibuprofen mm-hmm. or like a Tylenol type of thing. Because maybe they tried to give him the pain pills and it didn't work because if it was just ibuprofen, you'd literally need the whole bottle. And when you're young, you don't think about medicine no. the same way, I guess. That's why there are accidental, like, oh my God, he took all my medicine yeah. because they don't understand. I'd like to know what kind they were. Like you said, they don't yeah. get enough information. Mm-hmm. They need to release more, like, 
still. Even and that if it would, was ibuprofen, check it for fingerprints. I know, but <laughs> that would make sense with like no name or anything yes. tied to it if yeah. it's like a bottle of just your over the counter meds. Yeah. Right. Pain pills. Yeah. For some reason, whenever I hear of like pain pills, I think of like Vicodin. So do I. I think. But like, you're, you're right. Those but, are still paid pain management pills. Yes, yes. And it so. could be a vague way to say, you know, yeah. what they are. I would say like ibuprofen. I know. Aspirin, Especially if it's an investigation and people need to know what the fuck is going on. For real. So Mary is really creepy and she had some fucking audacity because let me tell you what she does next. This little bitch, I'm sorry, <laughs> this little bitch goes to Martin's house, knocks on the door. Is that the little boy? The boy she killed. Okay, yeah. yes. Martin's mom, who, mind you, she's got to be just fucking down in a hole with her depression and shit right now because her four-year-old little boy was just found yeah, in yeah. an abandoned house dead. Uh-huh. Okay. So Martin's mom comes to the door and Mary asks if she can see Martin. Like, literally see him. Because when Martin's mom gently explains that he is now dead, Mary tells Martin's mom that she already knows that and wanted to see his body in the coffin. The fucking audacity of this little bitch. I'm sorry. I don't like her. What the fuck that is, is wrong with you? That is the creepiest thing. That's it's why like, I said she's super creepy and yeah. she has some audacity because she went to the house of the boy she killed and asks her mom, his mom, to see his body in a coffin. It's disgusting. Okay. I don't like her. I don't no, like you. No. It's like very you. angry. She's very, oh, just crazy. It's like serial killers when they go back to the crime and they, they want to see, you know, their dump spots and things yeah. like that. Like it's the same, like she... She's very interested in this at a very, very, very young age and acting out on it, which I feel a lot of, if she had waited, she probably would have been a serial killer anyway, but probably later on in her life. Yeah. She just had the free will to just, or whatever, and the head injuries to just start doing it. And it seemed like in England at this time, it was easy pickings for her. I mean, people just... Kids were just allowed to run around and do whatever they wanted, and she was just able to to do it. I mean, I would parents had no idea what was going on. Let my kid leave. I wow. know. That's like, what's no. hard about being a parent. No, you're not going to go play with anybody. <laughs> I know. Exactly. No. No, it's so hard. <laughs> so needless to say, Martin's mom slams the door in her face and good. seemingly gathered a good bit of suspicion about Mary. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Not that. She did anything about it, I don't think. But she definitely was like, the fuck is wrong with this kid? And yeah. how, like, yeah. Eh, anyway. Yeah. Ugh. So if you scroll down, you'll see in the pictures Norma and... Oh, golly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golly. Yeah. And Norma is actually 13. So... Oh, she's older than Mary. Yes. This time Mary is hanging out with somebody who's a couple years older than her. Oh, okay. It's weird, though, because Mary seems like the ringleader. Like, she I know. Like she's the one who's, like, And she is. It. Yeah, she is. Somehow she runs Norma, too. Okay. She, like, runs the whole thing. Yeah. So, below that, they decided they would break into a preschool to vandalize it. They left little notes behind stating they were the ones who had killed Martin, but, like, without saying their names and promising it would be, would not be the last time 
they would kill. Could you read those notes? Whoa. Out loud. Um, if I you can, can try. I can try. The first one. They are written very obviously like children and very strangely, which we will have images of them on the blog, but yeah. we're going to have Jenna try to read. Some things are like all caps. Some are. Yeah. So this first one says, we did murder Martin Brown. Brown. Okay. Yeah. We did yep. murder Martin Brown. Fuck off, you bastard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Quite yeah. the mouth on that young lady. The next one. I don't know what that's trying to say. I know that. Like maybe Mickey, Matt? Mickey, yeah. Mickey. Oh. You are Mickey because we murdered Martin Brown. You better go look out there. Yeah. Our murders about. Oh, you better go look. There are murders about. Yes. Oh God. By Fanny. By Fanny and. Yeah. And all, I'm not saying the F word. No, it's an F word. Screws. Okay, yeah, she put the R in front of the C. She is the derogatory F word um, that we don't use anymore. It's not fuck or anything because obviously we would have said that. (laughs) I'll say fuck all day long. Um, Yeah, so yes, we did murder Martin Brown. Fuck off, you bastard. You are whatever, Mickey, because we murdered Martin Brown. Um, you better, better look out. Yeah, you better go look out there. Out. You, better you better go, go look out. out. There, there are murders about by Fanny and whatever that's trying to say. And then the derogatory F word, you screws. And then what's the one below that say? Oh, gosh. I murder so that I may come back. Yes. So that was her saying that she will murder again. So, I mean, what the fuck? This t- this 11-year-old kid is leaving ransom murder notes, destroying preschools. That is like, insanity. Yeah. I mean, this, this little girl's brain is seriously messed up. Yeah. Okay. God. All right. Let's see here. I've got to scroll back up from looking at those notes. Awful. That, yes. was, that was awful. It gets not great. Even not more not great. <laughs> okay, so police assumed it was just a prank and did nothing about it. That's not a prank! Lift the papers for fingerprints, yo! Lift the doorknobs for fingerprints! Like, you have literally child's handwriting talking about murder. Yep. Even if that is a joke, that is a sick joke, and you need to talk to that child. They destroyed a preschool which belongs to little children, and a little child was just murdered. Yeah. Obviously, something's going on. And leaving notes about murder. Right. Murder. Lift the place for fingerprints. It's destroyed. There's right. got to be stuff somewhere. Do an investigate. What is... I know. Why are they... Are they lazy? They just don't feel like it? They got to go back to their know. office and prop their feet up on the desk? Yeah. These, this little boy is getting no justice, and it also doesn't prevent whoever did it from... Doing Not it wanting to do it again. Exactly what they said in the note. Yep. So, always taking the easy way out, even after a fucking preschool was vandalized, admissions of guilt to murder. They still do nothing. But the preschool did. This was apparently not the first time recently that it had been broken into. And at this point, they were like, we're tired of this. We're getting security cameras. Because at that point, they didn't have any. 
So I don't know who was breaking into it before. Maybe it was Mary. Maybe she was finding out who these little kids were. I don't know. Well, like, know. I'm thinking if it is her, like, ew, this fascination of these With little kids. boys. Little it's boys. like, boys, you, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Good thing they got the cameras because they were able to catch Mary and Norma loitering outside the school a few nights after. <laughs> Since all they were doing this time was loitering, and there was no evidence that they did the first one because there were no cameras, besides the notes left behind, can you guess what happened? They were let go. Again. You nailed it. They were let fucking go. Okay. Did they at least tell her sternly, don't (laughs) be hanging around here no more? Oh my god, it's like, obviously this, this child who obviously... You know that she probably is known around the community uh-huh. with for her family life. She probably has such a reputation. Yes. Such a and she's loitering outside the preschool that was just vandalized. P- policeman, come on. Why? You're paid money to do a job. Yeah, at Not- least mm. at least do something. Go to her home. Talk to the mother. Find see out where how, she's been. Yeah, see how her home life checks out. If her home life isn't checking out, get this girl some help maybe. <sighs> During all this... When Mary would go attend school, because she did, she attended school. Oh, yeah. She would brag to her classmates that she was the one who murdered Martin Brown. So this girl's shouting it out to the world, and nobody's fucking listening. First off, girlfriend, that's not how you do this. I think it's honestly a call for attention or something. She's crying out. That's why the serial killer's now writing notes, and that's why she was writing notes, but I don't even know. So as we spoke about, she had... Saying it. Well, no, but she had a reputation of getting into trouble and lying about things. So, because of no, that, no, her classmates were like, no, you didn't. Yeah, right. Whatever. Just mm-hmm. another one of your tall tales to seem like joke. you're cool or something. Well, it's also a big thing. Like, I feel like, imagine if we were that young. If someone came, like, if there was something big like that that we remembered, or, like, our parents, like, hush-hush yeah. talking about, then someone came to school, like, maybe they don't know the precursors of, like, what this means, and they're just, you know, blowing well, it out their ass. Like, for example, we went to this playground once, and this kid, obviously, this has no relation to murder. Of course, of But course. it's just a correlation of how kids fantasize yeah, and, so, and want to be cool, and yeah. Yeah, I think we were at, like, Hamlin or something. We were somewhere, and this kid was like... Yeah, my dad owns this playground. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. Your dad doesn't own this playground. Yeah, he does. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Okay, so I can understand what you're saying yes, just because, yes, yes. yeah, they blow uh-huh. things out of proportion. They like to lie and think that things are cool when they're not. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so two months after Martin's murder on July 31st, Mara, uh, Mara and Norma. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Mara <laughs> and Normie. Norma. <laughs> Normie. Mara and Normie. I love that. It's so funny. Mary and Norma strangle again, like they said that they would. This time, a three-year-old child to death, and his name was Brian Howe. So now Norma is really in. She's in. I'm glad you questioned that, because I'm not really sure how big of a part Norma played. As you said, Mary is like the ringleader. I don't, it never said anything about Norma having a history of getting into trouble. It seems like she kind of just fell in with Mary well, and he was Mary, following like, along. Well, brought her to the house and was probably telling her, like, her close confidant, mm-hmm. which, 
Honestly, maybe Norma was frightened of Maybe, Mary. yeah, and then she like, was just kind of coming along because it was she like... She thought, well, Mary's going to think I'm telling the cops or something and, and kill knows? me. It could have been just Mary writing on the wall while Norma just sat there and like kind of like looked right. out or something. Yeah, because even the cops eventually aren't sure how much of a part Norma yeah. plays. It just seems like Mary was the spearheader of all this. Yeah. You know, she like I said, I get the vibe from Norma that Norma's just scared it. So not only was Brian strangled to death, but Mary then proceeded to mutilate his body with a pair of scissors oh by butchering his penis no. as a three-year-old child, mm-hmm. scratching his thighs, and she cut his hair. Yeah. Yeah. My heart breaks like wide open for both of these boys. Well, I have this little guy right in front of me. Yeah, it's oh. hard to see their faces. You know, with mm-hmm. Brian... I can only, like, desperately hope that the mutilation took place after his soul was no longer attached to his body. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's awful that all of this is awful, but I wouldn't want him to have been aware that that was happening mm-hmm. to him. Hopefully, like, the strangling. Yeah, like, this, these poor baby boys. I just can't. I just, ugh. That's terrible. Like, Mary is disgusting. It's, and she's still alive. I'll get there. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Mary and Norma definitely had some sociopathic stuff going on or something because when Brian never came home, his sister went out looking for him and Mary and Norma offered to help and went looking for him with her. Just like she did when, you know, she went over and spoke with, with, yeah, the, with, yeah. and now she is with the sister. So she's like trying to, I don't know what she's trying to do. It's Make like, it seem like she's not the killer, but also well, wants people to think she's the killer. It's, like, like, when people are inserting themselves into, like, the searches for people right. and, like, all the community is mm-hmm. helping out. If you watch Criminal Minds, you'll see that happens so many freaking times. The killers times. are always there paying attention. They want to yep. know what point at the case yep. they're at. Yep. So and they'll either be helping, you know, and, oh, if I'm here helping out and part of the search party, no one's even going to think an inkling of me. And I believe that's what it was because Mary literally points out cement blocks she sees, and that's where Brian's body actually was. She points out the body? But Norma was like, no, I doubt he is playing by concrete blocks, and they never look there. Oh, jeez. So it was like Mary and Norma's plan, probably. Yeah. Like, I will, say, I will point it out, and then it'll seem like, oh, jeez, I guess we should have looked there because that's where he ended up being found. I guess, you know, maybe they were right, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. They're, she's crazy. You know, she's telling people she did it, but then on the other hand, she doesn't want to be found out. It's uh-huh. just like, what is going on? There's not a specific timeline I could find, but Brian's body was found, and basically everyone started to panic because within two months, two young children were found dead, and no one knows what was happening. And he, he had to be, that had to not be fun to find this little boy because he was mutilated. Not only that... But when Brian was examined by the coroner, he noticed that someone took a razor and carved the letter M into his torso. Oh, I, yes, yes, I've heard this part. Yep. Oh, yuck. He yuck. also noticed that there is a significant lack of force used to murder him, suggesting that it could have been another child who did commit the murder. Um, I would assume by what he says, there was no crushing of the throat, there was no broken bones, and maybe not even a mark around his neck where he had been strangled. Hmm. All you have to do, really, is restrict airflow enough, and yeah. for long enough, 
I guess you don't have to be, you know, a strong person or put someone even in a stronghold. You just have to restrict their airflow for long enough for them to not breathe anymore. Yep. I guess the girls after that were exuding some really odd behavior. All that is interesting says that Norma was giddy and Mary was quite evasive. I can say Mary, Norma may have been giddy because she was really nervous. You know yeah, how sometimes yeah, when you're you really panicky. nervous, you get yes. kind of giddy and your heart, it's like you're, you're on you're coffee, like, ah, you got ah, a lot of caffeine. Jittery. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I still think Norma has just been manipulated and forced into this. And who knows, like I said, Mary could have even threatened her Yeah. that if she were to say anything or stop this, then yep. she would do something. All day. Because Norma's behavior just seems like she's been forced and that she's nervous. So Norma was giddy. And Mary was quite evasive, of course, especially when the police brought up that she had been seen with Brian the day he was killed. She creepily laughed and rubbed her hands together upon seeing his coffin on the day of his burial. Ugh. She's literally the creepiest kid in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what's what's interesting about that is some of these murderers that are now off and on protective custody or whatever, nobody yeah. knows who they are. Yeah. You got to wonder. They must listen and watch all the stuff made about them. You got to wonder if they do. Yes and no, because hopefully, like, if they're rehabilitated, it might bother them. In some cases, I just don't believe in rehabilitation. But who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want know. to hope that if they're out there, they're rehabilitated. Because I, we're not seeing... I feel like if they weren't, they would re- they would start up. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They'd always have to do, they'd always have to do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what finally broke the suspicion the police had about her was that she tried to say she saw some random eight-year-old boy hit Brian on that day. But she also said, and why wouldn't she tell this before? Who knows? Gives all of a sudden. Right. She also said she saw him carrying a broken pair of scissors. The investigators never released any information on the mutilation of Brian's body. Snap! The only person who could have known about it was the person who committed the crime. That's why they do that! That is why they do that! Both girls began to break down after the police caught on to what was happening. As Norma became complicit and then cooperated with the police investigation, she threw Mary under the bus. Um, Your first mistake, She was coerced, you know. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely coerced, you know, not... That Norma should have gone along with it, but if, if her life was in danger being such a young child, I don't, you know, how do you deal with that situation? You're scared. You know, you got this crazy yeah. murderous child, you know, choking girls, killing boys, breaking you vandalizing, yeah, vandalizing yeah. daycares. Like, I would be terrified uh-huh. if I was Norma. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, then Mary confessed to at least being there when the murder happened. Not that she had done it, just that she had been there when it happened. She then threw Norma under the bus and oh, put geez. all the blame on her. Mm-hmm. Um, the cops decided to charge both girls because Norma was there. Yep. And the case was going to trial. Oh, boy. On December 17th, 1968, Norma ends up being acquitted. Uh, Norma, not Mary. Okay. Norma's acquitted. I mean, there's an M carved into the boy's yeah. Torso. Yeah. It was fucking Mary. Yeah. You know, it was Mary. Uh-huh. Obviously. Um, the jury decided that she was more of an unwilling accomplice who was manipulated by Mary, which Terrified. is the whole thing yeah. that I got the whole time. 
I mean, Norma wasn't even brought into it until after Mary killed the first kid and showed her, like, look at what I can do. Yep. Better watch your back. Oh, 100%. You know? yeah, and you're Norma's gonna go like, here with me and you're going to do fuck? this. And, you know, yeah. did she bring me here to do the same thing? Uh-huh. You know, why is she showing me this? The jury felt like Mary did it for pleasure and excitement of killing, and she was ruled as guilty. However, court psychologists were able to convince the jury that she had all the, quote, classic traits and signs of psychopathy. Mm-hmm. Because of that, she was not charged with murder, but she was charged with manslaughter. I was curious on British law. On handing down, like, life sentences to minors, because I know how it is here in the U.S. yeah, of course. Especially minors that are 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So I found out some things, because I think that if you're, like, you can only get up to 25 years when you're under age here, I'm pretty sure. If you, like, kill somebody and it's murder, I think, or something like that. There's something, because uh, the one guy around our area, the child murder, Mm -hmm. he's, he's gone. He's been trying to appeal and, like, go for his... Parole, and they they keep denying his parole, mm-hmm. and denying his parole, and, denying, and you'll see it when it comes around every time. Yeah, everyone shares it and is like, "Don't let him out! Don't let him out! Don't let him out!" So I don't know. It's it's different, I guess. Depending, you can try people as an adult based on the crime, and then I think if they're tried as a kid, then yes, there's some type of an uh, cut off of yes. prison time. Yeah, yes, because they so. were a child when they did it. I would love to get more into. The law, but the it is a lot. It's a lot. Because I've been like, maybe I'll read a book, you know? And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, all right. It's so a lot. trying to read just case And you don't want to, like, shove it in because you won't remember any of it. So you it's gotta, a like, lot. learn it. And the yeah. jargon and, yeah. yeah. So I took a quote from Wiki for uh, British law on life sentences and stuff. Okay. It says, life imprisonment is applicable only to defendants aged 11 or older. Those aged between 11 and 20 are sentenced to custody for life. Those aged Mm -hmm. under 18 are sentenced to detention during Her Majesty's pleasure for murder or detention for life for other crimes for which life imprisonment is the sentence for adults. However, regardless of age, all defendants, including those under 18, sentenced to a life sentence can theoretically be held in custody for their whole life Mm -hmm. if required and a life sentence can only end if quashed by a judge or the person serving the sentence dies. So just like you said, there are certain cases where if you're a minor, you can still be held for life. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now I'm going to quote all that is interesting with what she was actually charged with. She was sentenced to be in prison at Her Majesty's pleasure a British legal term that denotes an indeterminate sentence, basically until the powers that be feel like it's appropriate to let you out. Yep. So that's what Mary got. But Mary only served 12 years. It's because it's up to them. Yep. She probably showed, like, I'm rehabilitated, I'm fine, let me out. So in 1980, when Mary was 23, she was released from prison and given a whole new identity. Yeah, of course. She had a daughter four years later in 1984 who had no idea about who her mom was or her her true identity, her past, um, until she was 14 years old when a tabloid got a hold of their info and leaked it. Yep, 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 yep. At that point, they were being harassed, and Mary was able to win a court order to give them anonymity for life. 
so people still don't really know who Mary Bell is, nor her daughter. Wonderful. I know. I, at that point, I kind of don't like that either. Mm-hmm. I understand if you were a victim of a crime to get anonymity for life. Yeah, yeah. But not the perpetrator. I want to know who I'm living around yes. just in case they haven't been rehabilitated or some flip switches. Well, that is why, like, That's here, not fair. That's why, like, here... Your record is public yeah. knowledge. You're not you can't hide that stuff. I mean, and that's that's fair to me because you committed this crime. It should be linked to your entire life. I don't care if you're rehabilitated or not. Mm-hmm. You you know, what if I like I said, some flip switches and they get those tendencies yeah. again. I want to know who these people are. Certain things will fall off at like like a DWI or like it's yeah. seven or some odd years Not murder. or like something like that. But I don't think murder will ever drop off. No. I don't know that for a fact. But I I'm know. pretty sure that hopefully there's not something like a time yeah. that, that has. Cause They're literally in the British version of Witness Protection Program and they've remained ever since. Yep. And I think that's unfair. I think that should be for victims and victims' families. And honestly, you you killed people. You should not be in witness protection. I'm sorry. You chose that. And I know that's very radical views, but... I hope that... She was only 23 when she got let out. You're not I even just, fully mature by then. I know, but that's what I'm saying is, like, I hope, because they caught her at still a younger age, there was able to have some intervention there yeah. and get her some structure and hopefully... Well, I guess the first sign Train is that she didn't uh, overdose her daughter, or push her out of a window, or any of that. So, that doesn't seem like of. she's got the yeah. Who knows? You know, I'd like to know if her daughter had any random accidents throughout her life. I feel like though, because on witness protection, you are they keep tabs on you, hmm. so I'm sure they keep tabs on her, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that Her Majesty's you know, judge, judicial system is hopefully has something that is watching her. Yeah, that's true. I hope so. Because if anything weird happened around that lady... She should be... Yes, they yeah, know, like, I, okay, nope. Yeah. Nope. Hopefully. But you know how they are. Fingers crossed. Every know. single case is angering with the investigation and the police suspicion. I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking Richard Ramirez walks right past the group of them, locked it out until the civilians take him down. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Yep. Oh, according to that documentary, they had him. Oh, I know. They had him. But not according um, to all the other research. The hood of the car, he was like, no, he was like on the hood of a car mm. getting arrested. And he goes, feet don't fail me now. Drew a pentagram uh-huh. on the top and booked. And then by the time the car was ready to be processed for fingerprints, it sat in the sun, Jesus the California Christ. sun, and baked off everything. They almost caught him like three times, Noel. They well, went to his dental like, office. It's Yeah, it's just like freaking Bundy. He, he escapes like 12 times. Oh, my God. They unhandcuff him in the court He's and allow him to down. go up in the library by himself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What in the mother? And he was practicing. He was strengthening his legs so that he could make that jump. Yep. Just ridiculous. Uh, and then he literally escapes and makes it to Florida the second time. He's three times he escaped or something? Yeah. Oh, like three or four times. Dude. <sighs> and that's all, folks, on Mary. Mary killed two little boys. She was creepy and weird and morbid and all things a 10 or 11-year-old kid should not be. She did have that head injury. I 
can't forget about that, among many other issues Mm -hmm. that stemmed from her awful Mm -hmm. childhood and her mom repeatedly trying to kill her and make it look like an accident. As you said, hopefully she was able to get herself the help and treatment she so desperately needed. And hopefully the poor parents of those sweet little boys were able to find some semblance of peace. Because I tell you, if my kid's murderer was let out after 12 years, I'd be pissed off. And you don't know who... You don't know who she is. I'd be fucking pissed if I were mm-hmm. those parents. Mm-hmm. No, that's not acceptable. Mm-mm. She literally carved... An she she, dis, she disfigured his penis, for God's sake. I know, sakes. I know. I mean, God... Those parents deserve more than 12 years. I'm sorry. And wrote a note. Right. And notes that she had no empathy about this. Okay. It was cold-hearted. She disgusting. Do it again. She bragged about it. And I'm she upset that she only got 12 years. Yeah. She's obviously got things wrong. After that 12-year imprisonment, sure, move her into a psych facility. Yeah. She stays there for a while. Yeah. If you want her to not be in prison anymore, you think that she's done her time, put her somewhere else. Yep. Yep. Because that's and not okay. It sounds like that would have been very probably beneficial for her at a young age is if they would have intervened and got right. her psychiatric help. Yeah. Because something is wrong in that psyche. Yeah. No, they just put her in prison and then let her out after 12 years like she didn't do anything at all. The want, <coughs> the want to do this, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong. Um, you can see more about the case. I'm not sure how much. I haven't gotten to this episode yet, but there's a Netflix docuseries called Killer Kids, and they do have an episode on Mary Bell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is that so where I saw it? I'll have to check that out. I it, I haven't, I don't think I've seen anything on it. I've always heard it in I, podcasts yeah. or whatever, but uh, I might have to just go home and, like, watch it. So. <laughs> Um, don't forget to check out the blog. I have several pictures of Mary's mom, Mary, Norma, and of course, the sweet little boys that, Mm, um... Were taken too soon. Yeah. Uh, the notes at the preschool as well, so... Dude, go see those. Those are crazy. Yes. And then there's an image of her as she's older. Like, she's kind of, like, smug. Like, I'm out of prison. Like, I just get to walk around doing whatever I want now. So besides images, we do have resources. If you ever want to check out our episode sources and click the links, that is all, folks. You can go to YouTube, um, type in More Than Murders, scroll down, you'll see us there, and you smash that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. Yes. You can follow us on Facebook at More Than Murder. You can follow us on Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. You can follow us on Insta at More Than Murder Pod. And, oh, sorry about that. I stole it from you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm stealing this. If you have any stories you particularly want to hear, you simply just want to say hi, email us at at the the Gmail. (laughs) Morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. And we have finally gotten a couple different emails. We appreciate those who have reached out to us. We have gotten a suggestion for an episode from one of our listeners and one of our um, hometown friends, actually, who graduated from the same school as us. So we really appreciate getting some feedback, reaching getting out. some people reaching out. That's really awesome. Our lives lately have been working out real well. Don't forget to come see us tonight. We will be there to chat. Mm-hmm. And um, we will uh, see you next time then. Yeah, we will. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.